Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining <laughs> us once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of the Friday Night Panel featuring your friend of mine, Tim Witherspoon, and Mike Orr at four. Hello, boxing fans around the world. Uh oh. I'm, I'm going to oh, speak loud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Definitely <laughs> me. That was my, my, my fault. My bad. That was a delayed reaction, right? That was. That was. That was. That was. A little uh, bit. Technology at its finest. All right, yeah. so who, who who's going to start off this this fine this fine uh, episode? Well, well, Mike, what what, what we got? Some good fights coming up this weekend. Oh, we got we got some great fights going on this weekend, man. Uh, honestly, I'm uh, I'm super excited. Uh, Ramirez and Pedraz Ah is up tonight. It's actually fighting uh, starting at seven o'clock right now. Is uh, that his name? Ah, uh, <laughs> no, Ramirez versus Pedraza. Oh, uh, it's, okay. yeah, it's, it's it's going on tonight. Uh, this card, man, I'm I'm super excited about it. It just started. Uh, you know, it's the homecoming of former United Junior Welterweight World Champion Jose Ramirez. Uh, you know, just 27 days later than expected, uh, the Central you know Valley native Ramirez will fight former two weight world champion Jose Sniper Pedraza in a 12 round main event tonight. I uh, can't wait to get this underway, man. Honestly, there's some great names on the undercard for here. A lot of guys that I've been following. A lot of these. Uh, a lot of these up and comers, man. One one of them is uh, going to be Antonio Morales, this heavyweight kid who's two and zero right now. Uh, we talked about him. He's six nine with an eighty five inch reach. Uh, oh, this right, twenty yeah, this twenty four yeah. year old, uh, and he's sporting a two two and zero record right now with two knockouts. And uh, you know, we're, we're about to see this kid in action again tonight, man. This big six nine kid. I can't wait, man. But on this card, though, we also have. Uh, a few other kids that I've been watching, uh, Gabriel Flores Jr., um, Carlos Beldereza, and he, uh, Javier Martinez are all on this card. Uh, these guys, man, I've been watching these kids, you know, as they've been coming up. They're looking to, you know, improve their records. Uh, it's, they're going to make for great fights tonight, man. So this card tonight, guys, it's starting right now. Uh, you can find it on – you can find it on, um, I believe – I believe you can find it on ESPN Plus and Fight TV. Hmm. ESPN Plus. Or or yeah. you can keep watching us. Yes, or you can keep watching us. Yeah. Uh, yo, the, the card includes featherweight contender um, uh, Joette Gonzalez, who's 24 and 2 with 14 KOs, against uh, J.O. Santamiza. Who's 21, three, 21 and three with eighteen KOs and a ten rounder? Wow! Uh, wow. The six round heavyweight professional debut of Olympic silver medalist Richard Torres Jr. against Gabriel Flores Jr. Uh, two and a, a 20, a 20 and one with seven KOs coming back in a ten round junior light matchup against Adrian Montoya, who's twenty two and one with fourteen KOs, and then you know rising junior lightweight like I'm telling you guys to watch out for man uh, Carlos Beldrez. Uh, he's eleven and one with ten KOs, and this is an eight rounder for the lightweight prospect with the lightweight prospect Charlie Seeley, uh, who is one and zero with one KO in a four rounder against the six nine heavyweight El Gigante man Antonio Morales, this six nine guy man. So this card is gearing up to be you know lots of excitement tonight, man. It's going to be great. Uh, shout out to Last Bell Boxing. Hello to you too. Hello from the UK. Uh, so yeah, that fights tonight. Uh, then tomorrow we move into uh, some 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 other great fights, man. We got uh, Chocolito versus Martinez. 
So this is going to be a good one, man. Martinez, 18 and 1, 14 KOs, is moving up to 115 and does so against a legend of that weight in uh, Chocolito, who's 50, 50 and 3 with 41 KOs. Mm. Uh, and, and with the Mexican stepping in to replace uh, Juan Francisco Estrada, who has been forced out of this trilogy clash with Chocolito uh, due to COVID. So hopefully this uh, stands up to be, you know, uh, as, as big of a hype as it was going to be before. He had to pull out with COVID. But also on this card, man, be on the lookout for Mark Castro, another up-and-comer who's 5-0 uh, and right now, looking to improve his record to 6-0. Also on the card in the lightweight division, Fernando Angel Molina, uh, who's 6-0, looking to keep his uh, undefeated record. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So we do have we do have the WBO Naval Light title up for grabs on this card. Angel Fierro versus Juan Carlos Burgos. Uh, and that's gonna go on tonight. This is a step up for Angel Fierro. Uh, you know, big fight, man. He's 19 and one and one. Uh, and Burgos is 34, 6, and 2. So it's gonna be a good test for Angel tonight uh, in, in, in the uh, co-main event, man. So it's gonna be great, man. I can't wait to see this. But then also tomorrow. Laura versus Sanchez. Uh, Mercurio Laura returns to action against Emilio Sanchez. You know, Laura, 23-2-1 with 16 KOs, makes a welcome return to the ring following his nasty cut in his rematch with Josh Warrington. Uh, Mexican traveled to Yorkshire in September to take on the Leeds man at uh, Headingley Stadium in a rematch, having stunned the boxing world by stopping former world ruler in the ninth round of their clash in February in London. The rematch was heated up before an accidental uh, head clash in the second round that left Laura with that nasty gash over his left eye, uh, and the contest was waved off. But with this, Laura, honestly, I can't wait to see this fight, man. I'm super excited for this one for sure. Uh, don't know about you guys, but I've been watching what network? What network? Uh, that one. That one should be seen on. I believe that's the zone. The zone, you can check that one, man. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That one gets underway. Uh, the Martinez card, uh, that's also on the zone, and that's also uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's both. Both of those are tomorrow. Okay, I gotta get keep up with the Joneses. Never <laughs> say to keep up with you. Already keeping up with the Joneses. Eventually, I'll get there somehow. Not like you, but I'll know what where the fights will be and all that, and tune in. But I, I took some stuff that's helped me with my knee, so I might be a little sluggish. Um, I woke up, I was, I was, I was, I was telling Mike that I, um, I was just sitting there and all of a sudden I felt a, a strip of heat going across my knee, right, my knee right here. And um, I said, that's unusual and it was hot. Then it kept getting hotter and then it simmered down, then my leg, I couldn't walk. But I was drinking this beer. I forgot the name of it. It's like a it's like a um a dark beer and it comes in a bottle like that. It comes in okay. a bottle like like kind of like Guinness, but it tasted like really good. I had to put ice on it. I did it like five days in a row, and then that's when it happened. So the only thing I could think is the gout. That's yeah, what man. I took. That, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's got it's gotta be the gout, man. It's gotta be the gout. Man, it was hurting. Woo. You got you gotta stick to your whiskey, Tim. <laughs> I don't I don't drink whiskey. Uh I drink wine. I used to drink whiskey, but I started drinking at 20. I wasn't a young drinker. That's because you were training all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My my grandma gave me just a sip one time and I spit it out. 
Um, then the next time I, I drunk was probably like 20 or something like that. Um, then I, then when I started boxing and, and, and doing good at boxing, I started really seeing what the, the drinking is about, you know. My mom never drank the smoke. My mom never drank the smoke. She's uh, 86. Oh, wow. She never, yeah, yeah. So she's not with our crowd. She She's weird. She didn't get. She don't drink or nothing. So she's weird. Those people that drink and stuff, that don't drink, they weird. They straight. <laughs> yeah, they straight. We crooked. <laughs> <laughs> I think they weird because they don't know how to how, how to get a buzz. They don't know what a buzz is <laughs> unless it's a natural high. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we had uh, we had we had a wonderful uh, chap uh, uh, out of Philadelphia. Um, uh, right, Musin yeah. Kassan. Hey, yeah, hey. uh, Great, great, great fighter, undefeated, and uh, he was telling us about how he uh, lives and breathes boxing night and day, twenty four seven. Philadelphia. Uh, it's his life. Yeah, he's out of Philadelphia and uh, formerly out of Boston. But they, he he was a great interview subject. We had, we had a couple of really good interviews this week, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Irish guy, Australian guy. Uh, oh yeah, man. We had, we had uh, Patty, Patty Donovan. Patty um, who was this? Oh, during the during the week on my show, Tim. Uh, you oh, know. that's right. You got the show. I, I, I yeah. can get. I can it's in, it's interesting. Is it inter interesting to talk to these guys and talk about their training regimens, their diets that they go through, uh, the you know the the rules of the game that aren't in the game that no one sees really. Uh, yeah. All these things that these guys have to go through in order to to maintain the shape and uh, and uh, you know because because a lot of it's not about. Uh, Gaining and or losing, it's maintaining, maintaining and uh, that, that, yeah. that 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 that's what I found when I was listening to these fellows this week. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, sorry, sorry about so sorry to interrupt you and side sidebar you on that one. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all good. And and for people who don't know, um, Muslim Kaysan is actually the younger brother of undisputed heavyweight champion Hasin Rockman. Oh, knocked, okay. Yeah, who knocked out Lennox Lewis back in two thousand one? That great oh, Canadian okay. boxer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who? <laughs> who? Okay, you, the Canadian. He knocked out who? Lennox Lewis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, I thought he was. He was born in um, England, right? Yeah, he is. He is. And then was, he went there. Then it he was, went over. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was, it was it, that, you know what that was? That was y'all fighting grand. over him. Y'all fighting that, that, over him. That was Graham's little <laughs> poke. That was Graham's little poke to Carl, who's watching right yeah, now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Shout out yeah. to Carl. Shout out to Carl, our friend from Last Bell Boxing over in the UK. Uh, yeah, they got a great show, man. It goes live on Thursdays. You guys should check that out, man. Good friend of ours here at the channel. Shout out to you, Carl and Andy. Um, yeah, honestly, Tim. Uh, I want to. I'm going to put you in touch with this kid, man, Musin. Uh, you know, he's he's now in Philly, man. Honestly, uh, you know, he's 10 and 0 right now with seven knockouts. Wow, uh, that's good, yeah, man. Uh, you know, he he didn't really have a bar an amateur career, man. He didn't start boxing until he was 21. You know, he's 28. He didn't have how many amateur fights did he have? Uh, he talked about one. He talked about one. Whoa, so okay. You know, uh, he's been learning on the go, man. Uh, you know, he sparred people like Badu Jack, Caleb Plant. Uh, you know, he helped KSI get ready for, you know, his fight against uh, Logan Paul. So, you know, he's, he's, he's been around. He, he knows how to work, man. He's dedicated to the sport. And honestly, with him moving to Philly, I said, you know what, it'd be a great idea. Uh, maybe put you guys in touch, you know, and, and, and maybe there's something, maybe something can happen there, you know. Definitely, because I know, Tim, Tim, you definitely, you know, you're the school of defense, you know what I mean? And, uh, you, you know, you, you, you 
you preach how today a lot of boxers you got to learn this defense, defense, defense. And you know what? 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 A, you know, if this guy's learning right now, um, as he's going, what, what? Why not learn from one of the best in the game, man? You, oh, Tim. Thank you. you know thank you. I mean? <laughs> you know? That's right. That's right. Can't get through that. Can't get through that. That's right. Yeah. Well, when, when we were listening to him, uh, you know, he was talking about, and Mike was saying what a, what a great right he has. So he's got a great offensive right arsenal. Hand. Yeah. Right, he's got a great offensive arsenal, but not once did he ever mention his defense. I thought that was interesting. So oh. he's a he's a he's a, re, he's a real come forward boxer. Um, he 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 doesn't waste shots. He likes to make sure that if he's going to throw a punch, it's going to count. So you know he's very methodical with his with his arsenal and how he uses it. Man, he you know he's a very he's a very intelligent fighter. Um, and honestly, Tim, I'll send you over some of the videos you can watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll I would some love of to his see fights. that. Definitely, I'll send some over to you tonight. And, uh, yeah, we do have his information. I'm going to hand it off to you after the show tonight, and you can Beautiful. contact him. So, Moosin, if you're watching, man, the Muslim boxer, I told you I was going to put you in touch with the man, Tim Witherspoon. He'll be calling you some point. He'll get your number, man. So, honestly. Well, you, figured, you figured 10 and 0. Uh, he's 10 and 0, right? 10 and 0 with seven knockouts. Well, he, he, he should have a team. He should have his management and promotion. He should have them all behind him. Yeah, but you know what? Right? You, know, you, know, you know what's great? Having you behind them. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yep. Definitely, definitely. And, and Tim, I know you're, you're one of those guys, man, that, you know, you're, you're very humble and, you know, you don't, you don't thank like you. to, you don't like to boast about shit. You just, you're, you're a real person. And yeah. you know what? You, the skills and knowledge that you could, you know, teach any of these young cats in boxing. Today, I can help them out. I can help them out. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? I'd like, I'd like to see this guy get the help that he deserves. And honestly, man, the guy's, the guy is a very humble person off the screen. You know, he's very religious, you know, he believes in his faith and uh, you know, when he gets into the ring, man, it's like turning on a switch and he goes, you know, it's, it's work time. So, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's dedicated to the art. Uh, you know, he, he did fall into it late in his life, but, uh, you know, he's he's come along, man. He's a he's a natural. He's a natural. Yeah, so. yeah for, for boxers that's falling late, they do need it to somebody that's been there and done that. Or somebody there's people, this boxer that been there and done that and still and still don't really they can't contribute. But um, you know, he he's tending no. Um who 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 does he have with him? Uh, I'm well, surprised somebody like that, 10 and 0, his brother was champ, knocked out Lennox Lewis, and, and, and he's like not by himself, but he's got to have a team. He's got a team. Okay, cool. Okay. I can show him little bits and pieces that can polish him off. Exactly. This is what I was thinking. This is yeah. what I was thinking, right? That's it, yeah. You know, why, why, why not get some tips and tricks from the legendary Hall of Famer, two-time heavyweight world champion, Tim Witherspoon? That's yeah, right. that's it. That's it. Just look right over your shoulder. There's no, I was looking at the plaques. <laughs> no, the plaques is the plaques is over there. I got three plaques from you know. I got three plaques. Oh, oh. I got the belt. There the you house. go. There you go. Right there you go. Yeah. Why, you know what? Why, why, not learn, why not? Why not learn from a legend, man? If a legend can help you out and give you a few pointers, definitely, Tim. I think you're the one to to, to really you know be able to help him out. And anything you can do to help him out would, you know, he'd be greatly appreciated. I'm gonna for give him so a call. I'm gonna give him a call. Definitely, I'm, 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 I'm glad I could put you guys in touch, man. And, and appreciate hopefully, that. Hopefully, you guys can work something out and, uh, you know, work together in the future, man. It'd be great. So he left yeah, his brother in I, Vegas. Hey, <laughs> man. Good. I have a, I have a question. Uh, we, we had a, a young lady who started a show 
a new show with us uh, this week on Talk and Fight, uh, a boxer. Well, is she? I don't know if she's a current boxer, but a former boxer for sure, and a, and a really good champ, uh, Natalie Brown. I was wondering if you knew her, Natalie Brown. Is she from England? Uh, mm, where was she born? Was she born in Jamaica? She's a black. She might be, I think she might have been born in Jamaica, but but okay. she was for def, she was definitely fighting for uh, the USA. Oh no, this ain't the girl I'm talking about. Uh, no, okay. no. So so now Natalie Sugar Brown. Uh, started a new show. And, she was uh, she was born she's born in Stone Mountain, Georgia, and then oh. uh, then moved to Mississauga, Ontario, Canada at one point, and now I believe she's down in the states. Correct? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> y'all got all anyway. the information. <laughs> oh, I, I, thought, okay. I, I thought for sure she said she was born in Jamaica, but I was wrong. Um, yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> But she, she was telling some great stories uh, about her career and about the rise of uh, women's boxings and, and the struggles that they've had to go through over the years. Uh, and she related just an right, Mike? I mean, she gave yeah. an incredible story, yeah, um, you know, about, about there was even a lawsuit involved. Uh, yeah, wow. some, someone, someone had to sue USA Boxing in order to get women to be able to fight uh, for the, even before the Olympics were um, premiered in, yeah. in 2012. So. So she was telling us the struggles, uh, and she was saying, she was saying back in her day, uh, they actually fought three-minute rounds. So I'd, li I'd like to go back and ask her, when did they switch it to two-minute rounds? Because if they originally started with three-minute rounds, I, mean, I was really surprised to hear that they switched to two. Anyway, uh, they, and, and she, her, her sparring, her sparring was done against men. Like, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, so just, she, just like Katie, uh, go ahead, good. Katie Taylor. No, I, 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 Remember Katie well, Taylor? I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's she's going up against Serrano. I, I was I, real quick. I was in. I was in. Uh, she's fighting Serrano. Oh God. Um, <laughs> um, um, she was in. We was in Ireland together, and um, I think I told y'all about that. That her dad. She was boxing guys, and they were clocking her. She was fighting, but I was like, I'm not letting my daughter fight no guys. These guys were like nice and strong, and and they was banging her. I was like, whoa. But she was hanging in there with them. Right there, we was in. Uh, we was in uh, uh, Dublin. No, no, we was in um, what's the main one in Ireland? Well, Dub Dublin's the capital of uh, yeah, Dublin. Then it's uh, Belfast. Belfast, Belfast, and North Yeah, Belfast. So we was there, yeah. man, and she was she was banging, but she was getting hit with some good shots. She's fighting two spar sparring with guys though, and they was putting well, that's, that one or two. And that, and that that's what Natalie was saying, like back in the day when she was sparring these guys. These guys certainly did not mind laying a beating on these girls. I mean, it's almost like they enjoyed it. Well, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that was their job. I don't know. But uh, at the end of the day, there was no, uh, you know, no love loss between these guys who were sparring each other and gals, guys and gals going at it. Uh, so anyway, so I, just thought, I, just, I just wondered if, uh, if you had known her back in the day. Uh, but oh, no. how, old, how old is she? 43. Oh, I don't Oh no! I know. I, I, was, I, I, was be, I was gonna be polite and say, "No, you, we don't know." We have no, no idea. I, I, I don't know. honestly, honestly, it, it was just a guess. Jack, Jackie, <laughs> Jackie. What about the the uh, the female Muhammad Ali? Jackie, she might have passed away. Jackie Tawanda or something like that. She came up Ali's camp, um, and she was promoting that she was the Ali Jackie Tawanda. She's from North Jersey or somewhere. I forgot her name, but she was labeling herself as a. Uh, as, Jackie, uh, the, yeah, Jackie Kanawanda. Yeah, that's her name. Older lady. 
dubbed as a female Ali. Uh, yeah, man, she uh, she grew up in New York. Uh, okay, that's her. That's yeah, she was, her. Yeah. she was a pioneer in female boxing, man. Um, you know, well, she was a female heavyweight boxer from 1970 to 1980. Uh, she's well known figure in the sport and was featured in many newspaper articles and magazines. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, she went to court against then boxing commissioner Edwin Dooley, who refused to grant her a license because state law had discriminated against women from professional fighting. So she's, uh, you know, she paved the way for women in in, in women's boxing, man. Yeah, because we was up Ali's camp, uh, training with her. I was training with her when I was like, I, I don't know how many fights I had. We was training, and and uh, she she was. You could tell she was older. She was older than everybody. Uh, but she to me, you know, she could fight, but um, maybe because she was older than maybe she's younger. She did a little, you know, did a lot more better than what she did. She, she only know. had one. She only had one professional female fight against uh, Diane Clark in a six round fight in nineteen seventy nine. She had lost that fight, but still is considered one of the pioneers that paved the way for female boxers of the present. Yeah, she she promoted she promoted it everywhere she went, like in the gyms. Hey, yeah, I'm Jackie Tawanda, whatever. And um, but she was pretty cool. She was cool. Yeah, I had a chance to meet her. Uh, she, you know what? She made history too, though. Uh, a lot of people don't know. Uh, she made history by uh, fighting. In a martial arts tournament, uh, part of the Aaron Banks Oriental World Self Defense Show, I remember Madison, something like that. Yep. Yeah, at Madison Square Garden, and she fought kickboxer Larry uh, Rondina, uh, and knocked him out early in the second round with a left to the jaw. Although the show was, uh, uh, you know, a mix of demonstrations and contests uh, that, but to this day, are viewed uh, with suspicion as to whether they were predetermined. Uh, she was the first female fight to perform at a combat sport in Madison Square Garden. So, Wow. I remember yeah. her talking about something like that. It's, I'm getting old now. I'm getting, you know. I, we all are. I think it's the medicine, oh, though. Except, except Mike. <laughs> what do you mean, man? I'm getting older. I'm getting older. Every you got day, a baby man. face. You a baby face. I know. I, know. The, I, I got the baby face. I got the baby you, face. But, your, beard, but, your beard's getting longer. You're not getting older. What do you mean? It's getting grayer. Look. <laughs> she knew Jack, Jackie knew everybody from Newark, New Jersey, um, um, people from New York. Because when we was at the camp and they came there, everybody knew her. Everybody knew her. And I came from Philly. Like, and every weekend, like people from Newark, New Jersey, Brooklyn, they would come over to see Ali. And um, she knew all the people from like, like, like uh, uh, North Jersey and uh, New York. She knew everybody, you know, and, and um, she seemed to like, she was pretty cool. She was pretty cool. She's she was the first female boxer to become a member of the ring eight, uh, mm. veterans, the Veterans Boxing Association. Uh, she was inducted into their Hall of Fame as well as Madison Square Garden's Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, and, and sadly, uh, she passed away uh, of colon cancer at Mount. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, at Harlem's Mount Sinai Hospital back in two thousand nine. So. Well, okay. Yeah. But uh, really you know nice. what? You know what? Uh, if it wasn't for women like Jackie, uh, you know, Tanawanda you know, female boxing wouldn't be what it is today. So yeah. def definitely the fact that she's been inducted into the Hall of Fames, you know, shout out to her. You know, it's 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 great, man. It's great. And she should be recognized, man. And she should be celebrated as, you know, one of the pioneers of the game. So that's good, man. That's good that they've, okay, yeah. they've done it right. Um, well, it certainly, it certainly paved the way for the uh, Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor fight. That's for sure. Oh, man, that's going – hey, whoa. Um, 
KD, listen, there's one fight I don't think KD won. Um, I don't think she won. I don't, can't remember that fight. But but this that, that Serrano girl, she could fight. She could yeah. fight a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I seen KD with a fight. This girl was clocking her, and she still won. I think it was in uh, Ireland. Yeah. Um, is there a fight where they think that KD didn't win that, that, that was – that you know of? Um, I there was one fight she fought against. Either it was a Spanish girl or she was she was white, and um, everybody thought she lost. Um, you mean as an amateur? No, this is pro recently, huh. within like a year and a half. Huh. I saw it. I saw some of it. She was getting beat beat a little bit, and then when the, when then when they gave it to her, a lot of people was upset. Shut up, Shania. <laughs> she, she up there doing this. She up, she she remembered the fight. She's saying, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's, honestly, um, every fight that she's fought that she hasn't finished has been a unanimous decision, except okay. for twenty, except for twenty nineteen uh, when she took on Delphine Pursun. Uh, it was a majority decision that went the distance. So okay, that's uh, that's about the closest one, I guess that she did dominate in. Right. So everything else. Um, you know, Faruza Sharapova, that was a unanimous decision, 10 rounds. Uh, Jennifer Hahn, unanimous decision, 10 rounds. Natasha Jonas, unanimous decision. Miriam Gutierrez, unanimous. You know, Delphine pursuing the second time she fought her was a unanimous decision. So, you know, she's... I'm looking forward to that fight. When is that fight? That fight is coming up, I believe, uh, April the 30th is what it's oh, scheduled I'm going to definitely watch that one because I was with Serrano. We was down at the... We was at the... Um, the New Jersey Hall of Fame. We got our awards. She got her awards. She she tall. I was with Katie. I was with Katie. So I'm gonna watch that fight. I'm gonna be up on that fight. Yeah, I'm gonna see that fight. Yep. Definitely. And she's beautiful. That girl's beautiful. Uh, Serrano. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's she fighting for? <laughs> what is she fighting for? She should be a model. She's tall. Hey, uh, hey, I, Tim. I interviewed. I interviewed a girl from uh, Germany last week, man. That uh, or not last week, the week before. He's going to uh, retire, huh? No, no. She's she just started her boxing career at the age okay. of thirty six. Because Anna at seventeen. Jensen. Because at seventeen, she was a runway model in Paris. I mean, walk down the thing where people watch her and stuff. Yeah, and she now she went, and now she wanted to fight. Well, no. First of all, she did that. Then she moves on and became a, a DJ who traveled the world and played festivals. Okay. After that, she became a world two-time world champion kickboxer. Uh, then had a baby and uh, got the itch again, so decided to pick up boxing gloves at 36 and become a pro, and now she's undefeated. I think she could do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she could do that. Yeah, okay. Definitely, man. Yes, I wanted to, I actually, I want I want to, I want to talk about I want to talk about the Dylan White and uh, Fury. Oh, Fury let, let, let's let's that's yeah. let's, let's correctly pronounce his name. Dillian. 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 It ain't Dillian it ain't Dylan. It's not Dylan. It is Dillian White. Um, honestly, eighty-five thousand tickets purchased within three hours for this belt. And they've applied. They've applied. They've applied for a hundred thousand. They want to yeah. allow a hundred thousand to that stadium. Yeah. And, and, and there was there was 170,000 people in the online queue to buy a ticket. Yeah. So they have uh, they have they have 5,000 coach tickets are yet to be released. Uh, details for the seller still remaining on coach packages will be announced in the coming days. Uh, will be available via Ticketmaster. So 
Oh man, this is crazy, man. Uh, you know, I, I was with Dylan. I was no. Go ahead, you go ahead. go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just it's it's crazy. Like you know, there's there's a lot of hype towards this one. I can't wait to see this one get underway, man. I was. With I Dylan. wonder. I I just wonder if it's going to translate over to the United States or not. You've you've, you've got Tyson Fury and Dillian White going at it. It's it's going to be a great fight for for the UK fans. But is that going to translate uh, to the kinds of numbers that you'll see in the US for for a big fight? Uh, over there, that's a big fight. Over there, over there it fight. is. Yeah, over there, over, there, over here, people would be real interested in seeing uh, Tyson Fury uh, fight fight him. I don't know. You might know more about over here than, but I know over there that's going to be the talk of the town. I was oh. with Dylan White. I was with Dylan White when he was in camp sparring and everything, and I was with Tyson Fury. And they both need defense. And a lot of fighters today they need defense. They both went down. They both went down. So you could tell, like both of them went down. Joshua went down. What they need? They need a little bit more defense. That's all. Keeping their hands up. There's a lot of fighters. They going down. They going down, man. And and um, so everything else is good. Your your right hand or your jab or or this might be good, but you lacking a little defense. Uh, Dante Wilder went down a whole bunch of times. Tyson Fury went down. Uh, Dylan White went down. Um, it's, it's you know just a little bit more defense. Somebody that's familiar with defense. Because um, everybody think that Dylan White might lose. A lot of people think he might lose. But I said all he needs is this much defense, and that'll make a difference. You know, honestly, D Dillian White has been very silent during all of this, uh, you know, with, with Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury being Tyson Fury and, you know, being, being that outspoken person that he is. Honestly, Tyson Fury has made a lot of hype for this. I, I, I'm thinking – I, I don't. I don't know, man. I think Fury. I think Fury's gonna school him, man. I honestly do. I think Fury's gonna. I, I think he's gonna take it to White, and I think uh, you know it's it's gonna it's gonna end in a knockout, and I think Tyson Fury's gonna be you know standing the victor, man. To be honest, that, that's and, my opinion. And do you think he'll stick to his word and then quit boxing? Uh, and I mean that politely. I mean, is he gonna is he gonna retire? Is he gonna buy that yacht? Uh, and is he gonna un allow the uh, heavyweight division to be unclogged. And keep in mind, if Usyk stays in Ukraine, I hope he doesn't, but let's say he gets killed or injured, he'll be out of it. So you're you're going to see, a, I hate to say it, but if Fury does quit and Usyk does get in trouble in Ukraine, you're going to see a, a very fast unclogging of the heavyweight division. Oh, man, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I, think, I think that uh, um, Dylan White has a better chance if, if he just – has somebody now. I talked to somebody yesterday that said that uh, he has these guys training them, right? And I know him, but all they got to do is tighten his defense up and he'll do a lot better. That's all. You know, he's I big, see because I know defense. Yeah. He can punch big, pretty good. Exactly. He's a big boy and all it takes is one punch, as we all know, and that changes the game. So I'm, I'm not calling White, but <laughs> there is that small percentage. Uh, you know, people who are going to bet on, on White to get that one punch through. And uh, as Deontay you know, you know Wilder proved it, you know, Fury, that, Fury is susceptible. He is susceptible. Yeah, but I'm just saying, this is a better chance. And that that's the, the period of time and all those rounds, all the, the 12 rounds. And if you can hit him one time in them 12 rounds, because Tyson arms be loose. And, and when they exchange, he could get caught. Um but Tyson right. Fury has this something about him that you can't stop him. You know, it's in his mind. It's Tyson Fury. That, he's the man. He got off the canvas how many times? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He got off that canvas. That's what that's what I'm thinking about. He'll get up and win the fight. But Dylan White can punch, and he got plenty of heart. But if he get hit by Tyson, if he get hit, he, he's going down. But I, I think that's going to be a good fight. I see, he got all these guys. Honestly, honestly, he did, he did say he is going to retire after this fight with White. But I saw has, that. <laughs> but he but he said but he said he will still he still plans on fighting UFC champion Francis Ngannou in 2023. What? Yeah, man. What? You haven't heard this? No. No, yeah. So he's going to make an exception to fight UFC champion Francis Ngannou after vowing to retire with a win over Dylan White. A kickboxing uh, fight? or No, no. no. He, so he has confirmed it will not disrupt uh, his goal of fighting Ngannou next year, This the retirement. And he called for it to be an unprecedented boxing match inside uh. a cage. It's going to be a boxing match inside a cage with four-ounce gloves on. Uh. Why? Why not? <laughs> Tyson, Tyson should why, knock him why, out. Why okay. not? Why not? Why Tyson not? should knock him out. What? <laughs> I never even seen hey, the guy. Hey, hey, honestly and truthfully, man, we're, we're finally going to get to see a boxing match with uh, four ounce gloves, like I've been talking about, bro. <laughs> That's yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It's very dangerous. It's That's very dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. You know, Francis Francis Nugan, who's not no, no small guy either, man. He's he's he hits very hard. Oh, this! Oh, he don't have a chance. They talk about the white. I do. I do believe that Dylan has a chance. I was with him. He has plenty of heart. Um, it's just like I said. You got plenty of heart, but once you hit on, you get hit on there and go down. You still have that heart going down on the canvas. Is the fact that you should have kept your hands up with that heart. So, so I'm saying, you know, he, he's fighting him, but um, you know, if he get hit on that chin, you got to protect that chin. But I think he'll do pretty good. Um, don't. I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet on it. I'd definitely like to see it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet on it because uh, Dylan could, could take him down, and he could he could definitely put Dylan on the canvas. But um, Dylan could definitely put him on the canvas, you know. So, um, hey, uh, they, not have they announced? Have they announced the undercard on that yet? Uh, no, I don't. I don't believe so. Hey, you should be knowing that, Mike. What's the matter with you sleeping on the job? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, Greg? Sleeping on the job. Yo, you should. You supposed to have been knowing that. Hey, there he is. in the house. I was listening to you guys. I was listening to on YouTube on my way here. I'm, I'm here. I was listening uh, to everything. No, um, no, hey, I'm nothing gonna, nothing me, has me, been added yet. Nothing has been added to the Fury uh, white card yet. Well, let me say, I'm going to call out my uh, my uh, upset victory for Dylan White right now. Really? You're saying, you're saying upset? Yeah, yeah. And I agree. Tim, you know what I was thinking? We got we got to start our own show about specifically about defense because you, t- you emphasize defense just as much as I do when it comes to fighters. We got to figure something out to put a, a, a talk and fight defense, boxing defense show together or something like that. Yeah. Um, it started with me when I heard a lot of people start. And I heard, when I was young, and you take over as soon as I finish, and when a lot of people was going around, a lot of trainers were saying hit um, speed, speed and, and offense. If you throw so many punches, they won't be able to hit you with the defense. That is bad teaching. Yeah. Boxing is <laughs> an art, and you, need, and you need both of them. Some a lot of, a lot of boxers made it without defense, one or the other. But really, you'll be comfortable. Your mind be settled. Everything. If you knew a little bit of both of them, exactly. you gotta have, what's the art? The art is boxing, defense, 
and offense, mm-hmm. not just not just throwing punches. You're gonna get hit. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't matter. Huh? You know what? It's it's all about how much talking you want to do later on in life, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want to be able to put a sentence together? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you don't want to get hit, right? You better have some defense, man, if you want to be able to, uh, you know, put sentences together when you're older. The less you get, the less you get hit. That defense right there, that 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 defense right there, Tim, is lost nowadays. Everyone has the traditional and timeout. I see, I see Carl in the chat. No, I ain't drinking today. If you're right-handed, you just take the right arm, lay it across here, mm-hmm. and take this and lay it across the stomach. Mm-hmm. And when the body shots come, hold up. Let me tilt a little bit, guys. Yeah. Let me tilt it. When the body shots come, you, you know, forget about body shots. When yeah. the body shots come, you just tilt this way and tilt this way. The shot's going to hit there, mm-hmm. and, the, and the shot's going to hit here. Right, yeah, you put yeah, this yeah. elbow on there, yeah. and 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 this elbow and this hand and that shoulder are best friends, so they yeah. come together. See that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then you get the hook, then they come together. Yeah. Then you then when they throwing a lot of punches, you can bring it up like this. Mm. You can bring it up like that. And Joe Frazier did more like this. Yeah. See, bring it on yeah. like that. Turn, throw a hook. Yeah. Turn yeah. this way, throw right hand. So. Um, I'm very. I, I know how to do that, and I would love to teach it. Yeah, we're definitely gonna, we're definitely gonna make that happen online or somehow. And then there's the basic one, right? See the mm-hmm. basic one, real quick, guys. Through the elbows, you gotta keep the dig the elbows in. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you about what happened with Franklin, and put put these on your temple, and dig this in, and that's a tight shell. Yeah. When you feel something, you counter off it. Mm-hmm. You counter off it. So. I was talking to Franklin real quick. Franklin, the guy, the Franklin, and he, he he texted me this morning. I might be training. You know Franklin from England, right? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about him? No, I didn't. They, they want me to train this guy, Frank Franklin, uh, and they was going to fly him in. But he said some guy was telling him that his hands are too high. Mm. And he told him to put his hands low like this. And I told him, I said, you got to put your hands around your temple mm. here like that. That's what I text him. And I told him what my trainer said, Tim, if I'm in, if I'm not in the gym and this people want to show you stuff, just let it go in one ear and out the other. Don't uh, don't say no, my trainer not here. Just be nice and just let it go in the one. That's yeah. another that's, that's what I'm gonna tell Franklin. Um <laughs> if it's good, listen, but but if you don't think it is, just listen to it and then later on we're gonna meet up. Um yeah. you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. defense, man, defense will let your make your career last longer. There's a lot of guys, you, you know, that uh, uh, I think in boxing, you, you know, if you retire, if you see guys retire in their early 30s, it's mainly because they had a lot of wars in their in their career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the truth. The guys that the only way the only guys that really last in like past 35 are the ones are actual good boxers that you know have an educated jab and good defense. And don't get hit as much. That's that's really the only way you last longer in the sport, right? How good was Benitez, man? And he was brain yeah, dead before. He, but well, you know what? He had a natural thing like Mayweather, like moving around, yeah, yeah like yeah, Mayweather, yeah. and he got caught sometimes. But yeah. but you know, you gotta you want to be able to teach too when you retire. Exactly, exactly. So that's why I want to learn both because I want to be a good trainer afterwards. So I can show him defense and offense. You know, yeah, exactly. No, T- Tim, not. Tim, yeah. Show everybody your belt, man. The, the, the people in the oh, right here. Man. 
Here, here pick, pick it up. Pick, pick it up and show pick it up. Put it in front oh, of the this, camera. But this here. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, that's see, see, to all the fans that are watching, man, that, that is a real, a real, a real WBC. That's belt. right. That is that, the that's the official shit right there, man. That's the official shit right there. You want me to tell you? you want me to tell you uh, about this belt? Yeah. Do it, dude. Tell yes. everybody about the belt, Tim. Tell them about uh, it. Okay. Now, this belt was given to me by somebody in England, but uh, it is a. This is a WBC belt. Mm -hmm. But when I was fighting, when I was leading the fight against Don King and all the people that was cheating the boxers bad, they wouldn't give me the the, the duplicates. Okay, you win the fight, they give you the original belt. Yeah. Okay. Then a couple of weeks later, a month, they send you they send you a belt like like that. So you got to give it back. They never sent me mine because I was arguing about all the all the different things about Don King, Jose Solomon, uh, you know, and they they're my friends. So this I never got one a, a duplicate. I never got one. So well, that's right. the real WBC. Yeah, this is the real WBC. <laughs> wow. yeah. This Exclusive. is it. Exclusive. Exclusivity right there, people. So only, the people in England got it for me, though. That's right. That's right. Only that's right from there. Tim Witherspoon, only on Talk and Fight. That's right, man. Yeah, that's you right. See it right here. You see all the, the, the flags on there? And all yes. All that. that is it. amazing, man. I hope all our, 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 our people watching right now realize what you're witnessing right now. That is uh, exclusive. All them belts that you see these guys have on TV, those are the duplicates. <laughs> Tim has the real thing. <laughs> real thing. That's what I'm talking um, about. Uh, are we, we have, we're having a question. Uh, does the belt come with WBC bracelets? I, what, what, what you mean, brace, bracelets? What? You put them on your hand? Yo, Tim, don't kill me, guy. Don't kill me. That's what, what's the, what, what? What's, what <laughs> bracelets? Well, I've seen, I've seen like, I think Tia Foma Lopez has one. I think I've seen Garcia with one. Like th these guys are wearing these little tiny. They almost look like watches, but they're just mini versions of this belt. So. Oh, those things! They like for autographing and everything. Okay, but, okay. Yeah, yeah, they like for autographing, and I think the autographing uh, community they buy them. They got they make them, and they or they you know they sell okay. them. Okay, yeah, those little ones, those little ones, right? Yeah, uh, th thank you to our to our viewer. Actually, the bracelets do go with the belt. Okay, so nowadays they do give bracelets with the belt. No, they don't. Well, this is what the, our viewer is saying. So, um, oh, oh, okay, so maybe nowadays they're yeah, giving maybe, out yeah, bracelets maybe. too. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, because uh, uh, honestly, back then, Tim, you you you, you know, you're a while back. Like, you, <laughs> you, you're you're fights. You're, you're a veteran. Maybe they didn't give them, maybe they didn't give them out then, but okay, they give them out now. Yeah, Tim, I they see them all the time. Oh, apparently, apparently they're saying, Tim, they tricked you, brother. They were supposed to give you the bracelets with the belt. No. <laughs> Yo, you we better don't... be Tim, you better be making some phone calls. They wasn't giving out no bracelets then. Back then, they weren't giving out bracelets. No, though. they didn't yeah. give out no bracelets. They just gave you the belt. Or maybe they that's told something, you. That's something up to date. That's something now they're doing. I never got no bracelet. Uh, maybe that was part you of it. You walk around with the bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Blondes, lemons, my hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah. thing they put around here, right? The bracelet. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah I never yeah. had one of them. I, I seen them though, and you can sign them. It's good for autograph. You sign them. You can mm. sign them and everything. Yeah, I never seen. I seen them little small things. Yeah, yeah, I seen them. That you can one, buy. You can, you, you can buy one on eBay for thirty five bucks plus shipping. Mm. <laughs> Anybody. So 
And and w- they, they make re- they make replica ones. They make like replica little bracelet ones. Why? Okay, that's even. Why would you want one if anybody can get it? It doesn't make it exclusive. Not everyone can get a belt. But it's not really honestly, the real one. Honestly, I wouldn't even buy one because I didn't earn a WBC belt. Yeah, so I wouldn't exactly. even buy a bracelet. So I don't even know why they sell them. To be honest. <laughs> well, if people like people like them, you know, they they would like to have it too, you know. And then a lot of the guys that does the 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 you know be taking the pictures, the yeah. They they, they want to give you they give you the belt to take it with, you know, something like that. Um, I went to the memorabilia things before, like all the when they're doing the, uh, and they have all those belts and stuff there, and they they anything with a picture on, you know, this belt, a little belt. They even have like bracelets and stuff. I think you put on, um. Yeah, okay, WBC. Yep. And I told you about the time. Uh y'all guys gotta start talking, you know, but I told you about the time I, I, I seen I seen the son. I seen the son and it was a great opportunity to try to talk to him about some stuff, but I didn't. I was in Vegas at the Tyson Fury fight. I was doing and I seen in there, I gave him a hug. Then later the next day I said, Oh, I should have talked to him. Try to get some get his phone number. So we get, you know, I told y'all that before, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Was that was yes. that the last big fight that you were at? The Tyson Fury fight? Yeah, that one. That more, yeah. Tyson Fury and uh Dante Wilder. Yeah. So wait a minute. How, how does it work? You can can you just go to any fight and just say I'm Tim Witherspoon and go in? Hell yeah. The majority <laughs> of fights I go to, they'll let me in. But this particular fight, yeah, they wouldn't let me in. I know the promoters, I would have got in. I could take a girl with me and go in, take Shania with me. If I go yeah. to any fight and they 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 say Tim Tim Witherspoon, they let me in. Yeah, I can get in. Can I can I be your son to get in with you? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I be your son too? Can I be your son too? <laughs> you probably could get in there. Your dad gonna sell. Yeah, we we, we 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 try to get in through press press passes, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So. Oh, okay, yeah. They maybe usually Tim. Me maybe if Tim puts in the press puts in. For the press pass and says he has a group of like three or four people. I don't know. There we go. Oh, they let me know. They'll let me, they'll let three people in with me everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I can get like three people in. Yeah. Wow. Tim, 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 we have another question. Um, okay. Do you know Eddie Hearn and your thoughts on Eddie Hearn? Yeah, I met Eddie as dad and Eddie. I met Eddie, I think maybe once, but I met his dad. We were like I told y'all before, we was doing a, a show in Ireland, a reality show called Lord of the Rings. And um and his dad was the promoter of the show. Um and you had Tyson Fury was in it, Katie Taylor was in it. We all we did the show. They said it went off pretty good. Um, um, but um that I just talked to his father, but I don't think I talked to Eddie Jr. But his father was really cool. His father was really nice. Barry you Hearn. Know? Barry Hearn was his name. His dad's name, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad. Okay. We got um they both had another, the same. another question in the chat here. Sorry, my bad. Were you finished answering that? My bad. I think I cut you off. Who me? Um, someone wants to know. Someone wants to know uh, your your who's going to win between Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Oh, that's going to that's going to be a good fight. I think that Mike might know more about it than me because he's up on the scene and maybe Graham. But um, uh, I I you know I always criticize because I just don't see not big highly criticized little ones. Like yeah, defense yeah. and some, I always yeah. do that, and I'm saying, but neither neither one of them defense. Like the basic defense is there, but yeah. when you engage and you're gonna have to remember to bring your hands back for defense. And I don't see that much in a lot of these boxers. Mm-hmm. I don't see it up in there, so that's why I keep emphasizing on 
on well, defense. You know, if you if you watch some of the like specifically Spence and Crawford, they they do they do have good defense. Um, they do have good defense and, and, and good counter punching. So if you get a chance to watch them, that's the reason why this is like a, a 50-50 fight that I that I believe because they keep know, their I, hand in the pot. They keep their hand tight. Hands and even if and even when they do, sometimes you know I call it. I know it's the Philly shell, but I, I call it the Floyd defense just because he's the best at doing it right now. But no, you know. no. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're from Philly. I apologize. I apologize. No, 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 that's not it. That's not it. What is it? I know the defense. He don't. He's all natural. He, he's all natural. You know he can't teach that. He's automatically comes at. He's like a radar. But but he, he can teach to a certain extent. Okay, but there's some stuff. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. He goes on this side, right? He goes on this side, right? That defense consists of both sides. Like he goes like this, right? What about that side? You know, you notice he just go to this side and keep doing it. You never see him go on that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't mm. teach that. He only go. He only can teach this, and that's the incomplete. But he does real good. It's, that's not complete because you go this side and you go on that side. You go on this side and go on that side. And every time there's his, his opponent come at him, he just stay like this and keep doing like this, like James Tony. Yeah. And then he come yeah. like this and throw the right hand. But there's more to it. They come like this and throw the right hand, and he don't even keep his hands up. Sometimes he just go like this, and the hand puts be here when you go back like this, mm. catching the punch here. And then you see the hook come to go this way. So he he Floyd May, Mayweather just goes this way all the time. And you yeah. see him. He never stop and go on this side and throw a hook. Look the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I noticed that before. And I used to tell him people he need to get on the other side too. But he already made his money. He, he already successful. But if anybody else tried, they need to you gotta work on both sides, not just keep doing like this. And Tony go like this. Boom. Boom. He keep yeah. doing the right hand. Somebody who was teaching him didn't teach him to go on this side too. See, right. you're on this side and you're on this side of the of the straight hand. You're on this side and on that side. You gotta go on both sides. Okay? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so and you so need to be comfortable I, slipping both ways. You're saying because like Floyd only goes one way, but you got to be comfortable slipping both ways. Right. Well, how's he gonna teach somebody? That's the mm -hmm. thing I'm saying. How he's gonna teach somebody when he keep just going that way and he gets that right hand back on you and bam he keep mm. doing his boom but he could have got them guys out even a little bit more easier if you just boom then this side boom go on that side and his back was against the ropes when he does that like back be against the rope right you go he keep doing like this somebody didn't teach him to go on that side mm. i can't stretch all the way over there because i'm on the couch you know, when it comes when it comes to the the Earl Spence and and you know Terrence Crawford, you know Spence, the only thing he's thinking about right now is you guys. To be honest, man, uh, you know he's been non-committal when asked about boxing Terrence Crawford later this year during press conferences, uh, which is you know what it is, man. He's and rightfully so. You can't look past your opponent. You Exa know, exactly right. The past couple of weeks, we've seen some uh, we've seen some upsets. Uh, you know, uh, Lopez losing his his, his thing. Um, uh, Daniel Jacobs lost to uh, to to that guy too, so you know we've seen just in recent times how looking past your opponent can uh, can cost you a win. Jacobs right. lost to who? He lost to uh, Ryder. John Ryder. What's his last name? Okay, okay. John Ryder, okay. uh, UK fighter that uh, wasn't very known. A good boxer, good southpaw. 
Um, I didn't really hear too much about him, though, so I, that's why I was just predicting Jacobs to win by unanimous, and he lost by split decision. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And um, Teofimo Lopez was, wasn't was even thinking about George Cambosis. He was already talking about, uh, you know, the other fights he's going to have and moving up in weight classes and 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 doing this and doing that. He was he was like he he was clearly looking past George Cambosis. Like he was already putting that victory in his head and looking past. And then yeah, yeah, that look yeah. on the face yeah, side. that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah. who's ever in front of you. That's you got to take them out first. Mm-hmm. That's what those right. trainers need to be, and the managers need to be talking to their boxers. Say, look, man, we we we'll talk about him. Let's get this guy in front of us out the way first. Yeah, you know, but there's that money. It's that big fight. It's all that hoopla. He'd rather get that fight first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. so yeah, you got to concentrate on them. The right, you got to concentrate right on Luke. The one was ever in front of you. Definitely. Yeah. Tim, Tim, we have another question from one of the viewers. They want to know who your all-time favorite fighter is. Ali, man, <laughs> Ali, 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 Boumaye. No reason why. The reason why, but I felt bad when Floyd talked, said negative stuff about Ali. Man, I love Floyd too. But how can you say that, man? He's the greatest inside and outside. Listen, Ali, Ali wasn't for strip clubs. Ali wasn't for all that other stuff. Which, which, which Floyd is okay. You can do that. Ali was. I got five daughters. I'm not getting no strip club. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Right, listen, right, he got right. the. He has the right to spend his money whatever way he wants. But you cannot. Uh, he said on. He said on the on the on the the, the, t- the TV about now Ali. Ali didn't do this. Ali didn't do that. Uh, I, I wouldn't have did that because Ali is the greatest because he did stuff inside and outside the ring. And I don't think there's nobody who's gonna um, uh, match that. You know, you got to treat the kids. You got to love people. You can be on TV cussing mother like this and that. And he and Floyd has every right to. He get angry, he get cussed. You know, I met mm-hmm. him one time in Vegas. He was pretty cool. He has the right to do what he want to do. But mm-hmm. but I would say that Ali is the man. I There's no doubt. He's the man. Floyd made all that money. I'm sure Ali would have made it double if he was doing this time. You know, and, and, and um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. But he did it. He, I wouldn't speak against the greatest of all times. I wouldn't have did that. Unless there's somebody truly is greater than him. You got to be good inside the ring and outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inside yeah, right. and outside, you know. That, definitely, Ellie was a great humanitarian who yeah. did a lot for the sport of boxing, man. A lot for, a lot for, you know, African. But Floyd was saying, "Well, what did Ali do?" Floyd was saying, "What did Ali do?" I did this. He didn't do this. He got knocked out by this. I said, "Oh, that's bad." Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no. That's it's just yeah, man. He was a great humanitarian, man, and he did a lot for boxing. You know. Being, being as humble as he was on the outside of the ring and being as ferocious as he, and charismatic as he was on the inside of the ring, you know, he was an all-around, you know. He, he didn't really dope. care about bodyguards. No, he didn't need them. Didn't need them. He didn't really care. I told you about the time when we was in camp and the security has, had it blocked off and yeah. the people snuck around the back and woke him up and he started doing magic tricks. That's what you <laughs> That's a true champion. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. He was sleeping. He's supposed to get his rest. He started doing tricks with the people and told the security, leave him alone. That's what you call a good champ, a real yeah. champ. Floyd is a good champ, but there's certain stuff you need in that in that mixture to become to be able to say stuff and be the greatest. I'm telling you. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
that you know what we got people agreeing with you we have one here that says mayweather was a jealous midget <laughs> oh. <laughs> and and he was and he was, and he was always jealous of ali shout, shout out to uh bond <laughs> you know oh man honestly i can't if i, can't. I had that if i if i had that if i had that that uh, got all that money and stuff like that i would i would i would even talk even more Gracious about Muhammad Ali. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. set the pace. He set the pace, man. I set could never bar. talk. Yeah, I could never talk like that about him. Like with, with Floyd, he didn't cuss him, but he said, "What did he do? I did this. What did he do?" I sometimes, you know, and just in Mayweather's defense, sometimes reporters ask him like things, like you know, uh, sometimes they try to discredit his his, his career or whatever. So I, maybe that just was him kind of giving attitude back to the reporter, not specifically going at Ali. I understand you, but it wasn't that kind of setting. It wasn't that kind of setting. It was comfortable. It was a comfortable setting. They wasn't really not, I'm not using the right word and not antagonizing them, but it was like, yeah, they was just asking them and um, it just came out of them. It just came out of them. You know, wasn't nobody really pressuring them. He was relaxed. And, and, but then he starts saying, but what did he do? I did that. I said, Oh God, Floyd, that's the greatest of all times. You know, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. Definitely. Yep, yep, yep. What else we got? Uh, you guys already talked about the fights this weekend? Yeah, yo, honestly, we, we got a card that started at 7 o'clock. Um, I, I believe you. Tonight? Yeah, man. We got, we got a fight going on right now. All right. Yeah, yeah man. You, hey, well, you was born in Jamaica, right? I'm Guyanese and Antiguan, right around Jamaica, right around it, right around it. Who you? You Guyanese? Yes, yes. And Antiguan. I was in Antigua. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yo, man, that, that, that means just watch your girls at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> you, you was in Antigua. You, you was in Antigua. No, I never, I never been there yet. My mom's from Antigua. My mom is. Oh, I was there yeah. for a month, man. It's okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in a restaurant, and and they they didn't have them with lobster. They made the guy go catch one out the water. <laughs> wow. He went to the water and got some lobsters out of the ocean. Fresh, fresh. That's fresh lobster. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, yeah. That's, that's fresh. That's fresh. Uh, yeah. Talking about the fights, you want to talk about them quick, Cedric? Man, we'll retouch on what's going on right now tonight. Uh, um, we'll, Jose Ramirez versus Jose Pedreza. Uh, that's for the vacant WBO International Super Title. That's going on. That's the main event. The undercard, uh, the undercard, or the co-main event is uh, jo- Joette Gonzalez versus Joe Santamisa, and that's for the vacant WBO International Feather Title. Also, Gabriel Flores Jr. is on there. Carlos Balderas, Javier Martinez, Richard Torres is making his debut in the heavyweight division. Antonio Morales, the six Richard nine. Torres, Richard Torres, Tim, you should pay attention to him. He's um he's the heavyweight that just came out of the Olympics for for USA Southpaw. Yeah, man. He's, yeah, he's man. short. He's short. A short Southpaw. Oh, okay, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, and and him. and the towering inferno, man. Antonio Morales, man. The six kid. nine. Six nine, man. Two and zero oh with two knockouts in the what heavyweight class, division. Six foot nine. What? He's he's, he's heavyweight, man. Heavyweight. Sorry, he's sorry. Three and zero with three knockouts. Just updated. So that fight's over. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, he just knocked somebody out. Yo, it just it just updated, man. He just improved to three and zero. Shout out to Antonio Morales, keeping it real. Congratulations. Coming, coming coming through with the win in the heavyweight division. The card just opened up at seven o'clock, guys. So, you know this four rounder. This four rounder ended quick. Uh, he's now improved to three and zero with three knockouts, man. This kid. Uh, 
he's, he's one to see, guys. So if you can go back, check it out on YouTube, man, because you're gonna like watching this guy, six foot nine, man. This guy's this guy's a big kid. I seen. I think I seen him before. And, and speaking of that, man, I think we're at the hour, so we better uh, we better sign off here, man, so we can get to work, so all these guys don't have to, man. Because uh, <laughs> we got that we got that knockout of the week award show coming up on Sunday, so we got to make sure that we see these fights. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what, what is this Sunday's? Did you you're going to be on on Sunday? Oh, Sunday, four p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We announced the knockout of the 4 week. Four p.m. Yeah, on this here network here, you know it, Tim. Yo, okay. we'll, invite, we'll invite you, Tim. Watch the fights okay. this weekend. Help us pick. Help us pick the knockout, and then we'll break it down on the weekend. Come join us. I'm not and rich you- like you. I don't have cable. <laughs> Yo, no, I got cable. I got cable. <laughs> I got and we got. I got a scorecard show at 11 a.m. Yeah, on Sunday. 11. I got. I, uh, I actually score the fights. That's what I was gonna say for the main, not all the fights, but you know the main events. My prediction scorecard for. Um, Ramirez and Pedraza. The main event for tomorrow is uh, one sixteen to one twelve for Ramirez, just because Pedraza is a good boxer. Uh, um, he went some good rounds with Lomachenko. Um, he got stopped by Javante Davis a few years earlier, but he's coming up from Javante a lower Davis. weight. He's, he's Javante Davis. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. He's coming yeah. up. Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Pedraza, he's coming up from a lower weight class. Ramirez, he's he's at um, he's used to being at that weight class, one forty. So yeah. just for that reason, that little bit of uh, a weight diff- natural weight difference, I'm gonna pick the bigger man just because you know Tim, you know how it is. If it's two equal skilled boxers, the, the 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 slightly bigger man usually wins just 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 from that 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 edge, right? So that's what I'm going with. I just I just believe real quick. I be- I just believe the skills to get you through through. The, I mean, what's a couple of more weight? A couple more pounds more. No, but what I'm saying, if the skills no, are I understand. Equal, if the oh, skills okay, are equal. okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, think definitely. the pounds, the pounds have, it does in certain, we got to talk about that. We got to talk yeah, about, yeah. It's a whole about other, that. Yeah, yeah. Tim, you'll have to join him Sunday morning for the scorecard show so you guys can break down that fight. Send go. me, send, send me the, uh, Information, that's all. Yeah, right on here. And then, Tim, I'm going to send you all the videos of all the knockouts of the weekend, and then you're going to help me pick the winner for this week's Knockout of the Week award. Okay. Cool. Okay. So tomorrow at 4, right? No, no, Sunday at 4 and Sunday at 11. Okay. So Sunday at 11, Sunday at 4. I'll send send you all the knockout videos. Help us pick who you think is the winner of the Knockout of the Week. Okay. And I'll tell you – I, I'll try to get in touch with uh, Rockman's uh, brother. Yes, definitely, and, and see. But I'm I'm sure he got everybody. If you want, if I can help, I will. Definitely, definitely. I will. Okay, appreciate you uh, running. You know, talking to him and yeah, man, definitely. About me on that. Okay, definitely. Thank you uh, very much, Graham. Any last words before we sign off here? Uh, just a quick little uh, comment with respect to the question that was posed to Tim with respect to all-time favorite. Muhammad Ali was my all-time favorite as well. But I must say, in that role of humanitarian, I'd have to pick Manny Pacquiao. Uh, the thing that he's done uh, with uh, not only the sport of boxing, but for his home country, the Philippines, and the money he's donated to uh, the youth there and getting them off the street and getting them into the ring and uh, the work he's done on a humanitarian level uh, and the, the, the work he's done at a political level as well, quite frankly, and in helping... Yeah, so so just I just want to make a quick comment, uh, show my respect uh, for Manny Pacquiao and what he's done for the sport of boxing and for the people of the Philippines. You can leave that out. You can't leave that out. That is what you call that's 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 good work right there, man. 
Definitely. You know, looking out for people. I probably would have went back to my old neighborhood and 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 like people and like if you have, if I made like four hundred million, I'll be asking them, it, it, how much more how much more money you got to pay on your house, pay it off, right. and then get them to pay me. I'll make sure everybody should only be doing the regenerations of, of the yeah. neighborhood stuff like that. I would go. Right. That's what I would do. Put some aside for my family yeah. and take a little bit and help people and let that build. Is people? Definitely. Do you think people thinking like that? There are there are there are some out there, but then there are the okay. there, there, there are people that don't right, which which is the difference between a true humanitarian and right. And, That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Manny you know? Pacquiao just he just did it. How many houses he bought? Oh, who knows? That is beautiful. That is respect. Yeah. That That's is respect. respect. I don't that have is. nothing against Floyd. I love that brother. I love everybody. But it's what you do, your actions and stuff. Uh, your action, your actions sometimes speak louder than words. There you go. Yup. That's it. Cedric, any last words for the viewers, man, before we sign off? Nah, man, just make sure you watch the fights tomorrow. Make sure you score the fights tomorrow. He's going to go get a pint. That's what he trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Young guys going to try to get a pint. <laughs> I can't get none because I think I got the gout. <laughs> just sip on it. Yeah. Right in my knee right there. Right. Yeah, definitely. Right here. Right here. Yeah, some, some gout action, man. That's some gout action. For sure. Right in there. Couldn't even walk, man. Oh, that sucks. Well, guys, okay. I'm gonna sign it off here, man. Talking fight fans, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for dropping all the comments, man. Shout out to Carl from Last Mail Boxing, our friend over in the UK. Shout out to everybody who dropped the comments. Much love and respect. Without you guys, man, we wouldn't be here doing this. But it's time for us to get to work so you don't have to, man. Make sure you join Cedric 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the scorecard. And make sure you bring your scorecards and your explanations. And then meet us at 4 o'clock so we can tell you who the knockout of the week is, man. We'll see you next week for the Friday night panel. Same time, same channel. You know what it is, man. Thanks, guys.